I was just typing on my phone. Are you there, Garb? It's me, Margaret. But uh... <laughs> no, Margaret, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I am. I I'm up early. Oh, this is the Gary Show, everyone. Welcome to the Gary Show. Hi, everyone. Hi, hey, everyone. Gary yeah, how are you doing? Hi. Hope you're sitting comfortably or, yeah. or not. Your, your hair looks nice. <laughs> you're looking well. Yeah. Speaking of that, I, I had a shower this morning. I've, uh, practic- did you? Practicing a bit of self-care. I did my toenails last night. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, The older I get, the distance between my, um, my arms and my toenails seems to change. It's quite... You know, you do a bit of contorting to trim your toenails sometimes. Mm. Mm. Do a but, bit of contorting just about to do anything these days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got to get out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get on the bus. <laughs> you're a younger man than me. Do you? I mean, how? And you're probably more active than me. I mean, yeah. Do you still gym and stuff? Uh, I've been going to physical physiotherapy for about two months. And then we got to the end of the two month program and, uh, we wrapped it up. And to be selfish and quite honest, part of the reason I didn't go for a third block was that it was costing me a couple of hundred a week. Yikes. Yeah. Cause my medical benefits didn't cover it any longer. Like they covered it for a portion of the first block. And then I was like, Oh, okay. Well, it ran out really quickly, but I'm kind of committed. Um, so now I have a, a program of things I should be doing. I just have to find a gym that is affordable um, and not too far away and follow up on that. So to mm. answer your question, kinda. <laughs> um, I'll get back into it, but yeah, I've I've been lifting weights and bench presses and you know throwing around bits of metal and and stuff and. A bit active, I guess, in the last oh. couple of months. I realise this is only the second Gary show we've done this year. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, Frank pointed that out. And yeah, thanks, Frank. Yeah, and it was interesting to find a fan of the Gary show because, uh, yeah, you know, I feel like Waiting for Doom, DCOCD, they're, they're ones for you. Gary show's for us. Yeah. 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 You, the listener, you mean? Yes. Yeah. 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 Right. Not you, as in Mike, and then for us. Because, no. you know, there's... There's uh, no I in Gary Show. No, there's not. <laughs> Gary Show? Are you tapping your mic? Don't tap your mic. Sorry, how else am I going to lift my mic to get my coffee into my mouth? What? It's very, it's very early. I need coffee, okay? Are you pouring coffee into your mic? What are you doing? My mouth. Oh, your mouth. Listen with your ears, Paul. <laughs> Talk with your brain. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, no. so yeah, I've been a little bit active, you know. Yeah, but surely, you, surely you get a bit of exercise, you know, run around your farm, keeping that up to date and stuff. Let me tell you. Let me. Oh, tell here we you. go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Grandpa, go on. Yeah. While I do have a farm, I'm not a farmer, so I mean, right. I, I do the minimum, and um, yeah, I, I have an an endless battle with ride-on mowers. In that, um, you know, I get them fixed, they break. I get them fixed, they break. I get them fixed, right. they break. And at the moment, my ride-on mower is—it's—it's not—it's doing everything except cutting grass, which is fantastic. So I can—I <laughs> could take it for a drive around the farm. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so it's more like a, a sightseeing, a ride-on sightseeing device. Uh, it's a bit like a slow go kart, but yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Right, okay. Yeah, and um, I'd love to get it fixed. Uh, I just have to arrange that. I know that they're going to go, oh, I'm really busy at the moment, mate. We'll have to uh, you'll come and get it in a few days or a few weeks. I don't know. That's what... <laughs> right. Yeah. We, and... need a, we need to get a part in from overseas, well, mate. Last time, last time I fixed it myself. And right. Yeah, so it, um, it's too big for a trailer. So I have a trailer. Well, technically I have a trailer, but it only has one wheel. So it's... it's uh... <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, I was driving into town one day and then I was like, oh, why am I dragging half the trailer instead of <laughs> rolling behind me? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh-huh. Right. You know, but um, top ten list of things you don't want happening out in the open highway. <laughs> no, no. So it only did it a kilometre from, from um, my place and then... One of my neighbours hoisted it into his trailer, so you know we had some sort of weird trailer sex combo, and dropped it back at my house. And it's been sitting there for about a year. Um, okay. And trailers are really cheap to register um, mm-hmm. annually, so I just keep renewing the registration even though I haven't fixed it. And you know, to fix it, I'm going to have to take the axle off, and I'm going to like the wheel that fell off has half the bits that hold it on to the axle still on it. So, yeah, it's been a major malfunction. But, I mean, trailers are really useful. Anyway, this is distracting because I I can't fit my um, mower in the trailer anyway. So... (laughs) Right. Because it's it's too big. Um, So... So an answer to my question is no. (laughs) Basically... (laughs) Yeah, so if they want... I mean, if I want to get it fixed, I have to ask them to come and collect my trailer and then i mean not my trailer my mower and take it into take it into town and fix it and then bring it back which it costs it's like getting it fixed but with a lot more um travel overheads on it so yeah right right. um how how old is your ride on mower it's about i've had it it must be about at least nine years old it's shitting me it's shitting me to tears mike right as the actress said to the bishop. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, just just a suggestion, because look, I'm no ride on mower expert or mechanical expert by any means whatsoever, but, you know, you might want to look at replacing it with a new one. But I know, I know, you know, in, in the, uh, I know you're about to say, in this economy, um, <laughs> but, you know, it might be time to, to put the current mower out to rest. Well, yeah, the, the only trouble, the ride-ons are very expensive, so um, mm. mine cost, yeah. cost me about $6,000 about Holy nine years ago, so I really don't want to get another one fixed. And honestly, you know, it feels like, you know, it's, it's I feel like a cross I have to bear sometimes, like I feel like I just deserve this, you know, this is my life. Um, yeah, so, but I fixed it myself last time, which was really interesting, so I... I um, one of the joys of having um, had lots of cars die over the years is I have like so many jacks around the <laughs> around the, the farm. Uh-huh. So uh, you know, it's like oh, I have to get under here and I've got to take this off. And there's this belt that, like, I knew the the cutting belt had snapped last time, so um, it's got a drive belt which makes it drive, and it's got a cutting right. belt. And then I had so I bought a new cutting belt and. Um, Basically, you have to thread it around all these big spindle, you know, things. And uh, I'm using the word spindle, which is for sewing, just to show how cool I am. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, no disrespect to sewers. Um, as I always like to say to sewers, so what? 
Um, but, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Let me guess. Sam sews? No, she doesn't. No, she used to. Oh, sew. Okay. Like, she will. Re- she will repair these darn socks. No, she doesn't do socks. Like she. She used to take up things, but you know, the older you get, and it's like, oh, you know, just buy things that fit, or you know, mm-hmm. or return them, basically. Yeah. Um, my legs aren't long enough. That's part of the problem. Is you know, I get pants, and he's like, oh, these are a bit too long. But, I mean, I'm getting all distracted. COVID has fixed that because I hardly ever wear um, work pants anymore. All right, so anyway, getting back to your right on mower. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, stretching this bloody this bloody belt over all the bits and pieces it had. Like, there's some bits you can wind in so they're smaller and then there's... But I had to stretch it around this um, obstacle course of spindles. And oh, at one point... I think I finally did it by, um, I got Lockie, who's a big burly guy now. Uh, he used to be a little boy. I don't know what happened. Um, yeah, well, I, I hooked another thing onto the belt, like a, another um, cord. And then he pulled that while I tried to maneuver it. So I got it on. I was like, this is fantastic. Um, and then I, 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 and I had that feeling of, I have solved a problem. You know, I am. The, yes. mo- the modern Prometheus, I you know look look what I've done. Um, yes. So I went and mowed for a while. Um, but right. recently, yeah, I don't know what's everything's still attached, but the belt just doesn't like the spindles turn, but the belt doesn't. So um, and occasionally it would suddenly kick into gear and the cutters would start. Um, yeah, and at, right on mow is absolutely terrifying. You know, it's like a you know you're riding a, a plane plane propeller around the around the <laughs> You're sitting on top, you know, anyway. But, you, yeah, yeah, you yeah. never want to put your hand under there while it's running or anything like that. Well, duh, of but, course not. Though, you know, you do go, what if? What if I did? You know, and then... Why would you, though? I, no, well, I don't know. Why, why would you tempt fate, Paul? I don't honestly. know. I just... I often wonder how long would I lie in the field before one of the family came and found me and... Right. Anyway. That's a cheery thought. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. No, I... um... Surely your streams of pain would be giving it away. Oh, possibly. But if the mower was still running... Oh, my God. I foolishly touched the blade of the right-on mower as it was switched on, and I've lost my (laughs) hand, and I'm bleeding to death. Someone please come and help. But I think the problem with my property... Surely one of the armada of dogs you have in the house would notice the noise. Oh, they'd just come and lick my blood. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, you're interrupting me. Oh, sorry. Continue on with your (laughs) tale of what? Jesus. (laughs) This is my well-scripted monologue that... uh, Yeah, Yeah, I'm sorry. Just let me get up to the page. You you weren't interrupting at the table, Reed. I don't know what the hell you're doing. (laughs) I'm just being cheeky for the audience yeah. now. <laughs> you always play to the audience on your podcast. Yeah. I'm such a ham. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what was I saying? Oh, part of the problem is that, like, when you mow, you go, okay, I'm just going to mow, and it's from here to there and there. My property isn't flat, and it has, like, ridges, and it has, like, little, like, if you had a motocross bike, it would be a jump and things like that. And they're all covered in grass, so I try to mow them. And, I mean, I've even had plants planted in certain areas so you can't mow there and you've got to mow around them. and it's like it's complicated but i think that's why my mower is always breaking because of the unsmoothness of my property and the ridges and the bumps and all this sort of stuff and the fact that mm. it, yeah so 
part of me is like, if I built another one, it would just be the same problem with a newer mower, and I would have right. six thousand less dollars, which would be minus six thousand dollars in my bank. Um, right. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I'd have to buy it for sexual favors, or whatever. You know, how much am I up to? Oh, twenty bucks. Okay. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. So I don't know where I was going with this, but yeah, mowers, neither do I. <laughs> mowers suck. Right on mowers suck. Yeah, and uh, well, right on mowers on, on a hilly property. Suck. Yeah, but winter is like this little. You get a little free pass because everything kind of stops growing and is frosty every morning and everything like that. But uh-huh. I can st- I can just discern that it's starting to warm up a little bit. And uh, so, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, the grass is about to to grow. Like, oh gosh, you um, you're like gonna have it, to do something. Like it's made of magic beans. Mm-hmm. Mm. So so Mike. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, get back to me, but I, I feel like I've talked too much. What What about you? Well, I I've I've moved in the last couple of months and we're on a we're in a bigger house but it's got a smaller yard and it's i haven't even had to mow it once yet so so i have no need for a rider mower so i i I don't face the same problems you currently are paul so but our house is very nice i mean i have my own dedicated hobby room which i'm currently podcasting from uh, it's got my comic collection. It's got all my miniatures and my paints and my podcasting gear, and it's it's quite good. It's I'm very happy with it. Your podcasting um, gear? You sure? Just the room in general. Oh, okay. That's what I meant. Podcasting gear. Uh, <laughs> I need new. <laughs> I need a new mic. It's and got my set. podcasting outfit and my podcasting hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a top hat because I'm because we're top class. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a top hat. Um, yeah, so we're, we're we're still settling into. We've been here just over two months now, um, and we're mostly settled in. There's, there's one room that we've kind of just dumped the last dregs of stuff in, um, and it's kind of like the junk room that we'll get to at some stage. And not that I'm OCD or a complete neat freak, but that room is driving me a little bit nuts. So I, I, I want to tackle that soonish. Um, like a pirate with a ship's wheel in the front of your pants. Yep, it's steering my balls. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah, that that's been the the biggest thing that's happened to us of late. Um, but it's very it's it's in a really good spot. We're literally, um, you know, less than fifteen minutes walk to to Lachlan School, which is really handy now that he's in his final year of high school. Yeah. So, uh, but it's also, uh, you know, the, the high school is right next door to the local shopping centre. Yeah. So, you know, we can easily go and grab emergency things when needed. It's also where my um, uh, my gaming store is located as well. So oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're paying, yeah, no, that, you're paying, I presume, slightly more to live here. Yeah. Oh, yes. Our, our rent has increased. I did this sums a while ago. I think it was about by 30%. Yikes. Because we were in uh, a previous house was um, uh, one one story, um, so we're all on the same level. This is a a much bigger two story house. Do you get up every um, morning and go oh, same old story? <laughs> I will now. 
Mm. Well, now, probably not. Um, yeah, so we're, we're paying um, a fair bit more rent, but we're in a nicer area, um, and we're closer to amenities, I guess. Um, the one one downside is that our street is part of, let's call it a little network of, of quiet suburban streets that, you know, if you're a clever local, you know that you can cut through these this little network to get off a main road and back onto another main road. Oh no! And so you know, from Monday to Friday, <laughs> at you know peak hours, we get a lot of traffic Yikes. coming through our our neighbourhood streets um, at you know a, a little bit of a dangerous speed, let's say. Have you um, got um, speed bumps and diggle diggles? Uh, unfortunately, we do not. We do not mm-hmm. um, because the streets are already narrow enough. So, so much so that even on a regular time of day, if someone's parked, there's a good chance that you will have to let the car on the opposite side of the road get past before you get around. They're, they're quite narrow streets in this area. Mm. So, um, no, we don't, we don't have any traffic calming stuff in the area, but, um, yeah, our, our, our dog did get out and get hit by a car. Yeah, I heard that. So, I was yeah, sad. I yeah. Was... Yeah. It, it was, we were heading out to, um, gonna head out to dinner on a Friday night. It was like, I don't know, 6.30ish. So it was, felt like it was pitch black already and much later at night, but still at early evening. Um, and, and Kylie had sort of opened the door and, you know, was trying to get the rest of us out to the car. And she didn't realize that the dog, Crystal, got out between her legs and ran off out into the street. Mm. And the next thing we hear this tire screeching and the thump. Um, and Kylie went out to investigate, and then I hear shrieking for me to come outside. And yeah, Crystal was there, all curled up. The, the guy that hit her was just mortified. He, mm. he looked absolutely aghast. Um, so we raced her off to the emergency vet, got her checked in. Um, they did a whole bunch of tests, and we kept her there for observation a second night. So um, pets are expensive. Good lord. I know. Uh, yeah, it's like, holy shit. Um, but, despite being hit by a car, the only things she had that were wrong with her was some bruising on her lungs, her liver, and she had some ligament damage hmm. on one of her balls. Very lucky. And we took her to our local vet for a follow-up checkup on Thursday, a couple of days ago, and the vet said, yeah, she's fine. There's absolutely nothing wrong with her. Oh, that's very like, lucky. How? Yeah, we were just like, holy shit. How did this dog... This dog has a history of trying to escape and run away and go on adventures. Mm. At the last place we lived in, she her, her hobby was digging holes under the fence. Yeah. And we're like, why? You have a good life here, you stupid animal. <laughs> that's like our One dog, Rugsy. Them. She was like... When we lived oh. in Canberra, she was like, I'd get... I'd be in Perth for work, and I'd get calls saying, oh, no. oh, your dog's at um, the local school. Could you come and get, it, get her? <laughs> sure, I'll just, what, six-hour flight back? <laughs> I'm in Perth. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, we, we've had to be a little bit more diligent with, you know, uh, when we're at the front door and make sure that Crystal does is nowhere near us. So... Um, Actually, that reminds me, we were, we were going to buy a baby gate to set up near the the, st- the internal staircase, because when Kylie opened the door, she thought Crystal was still upstairs. Mm. But no, Crystal was a ninja and scurried down the stairs between her legs and out the front door. 
So, oh, just got to update the shopping list. Hang on a minute. Being a ninja probably came down the ceiling. Possibly. Yeah. yeah probably, you know, parkoured off the wall. And, yeah. You know. The good thing about the baby gate is it'll keep the babies out too. Yeah, we don't have any other babies. Yeah, I know, but, you know, the babies who try to get into their house, when you... Yeah, yeah, they, that's a big problem here in the gap. <laughs> open the door and a baby runs in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> someone's lost a baby. <laughs> yeah, that'll be my, like, next time I'm in Perth, I'll get a phone call. Oh, your, your baby is at the... No, anyway. Um, yeah, so the, those have been, the, the, I guess, the two big exciting things of late really getting used to the new house which is it's lovely it's a great house it's fantastic there's lots of room for us all um carly has her own office her own, we, we carly and i used to share one small room as our kind of joint office um which was okay but cramped yeah uh, but now we each have our own separate offices which is just excellent we have our own stuff in our own space um yeah, so it's it's a nice big house. You know, we just have to be careful that the dog doesn't get out anymore. So, mm. and, and a tiny back. Well, it, the, the backyard's small. It's small, but yeah, we I haven't had to mow it at all yet. So, I commiserate. Commiserate. I feel bad that you are still having ongoing issues with your mower. Mm. Well, I mean, it's it's it is the. The pleasure and the pain. It's, um, you know, like I live in a beautiful spot. No one is near me. Like we have one person, oh, one person will knock on the door like every five years that you don't know. And that's about it. Um, you know, so lucky. So lucky. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I've been down to the mailbox and checked the mail in the nude. Um, <laughs> think things you wanted to know. Um, that's what the Gary show is all about. You know? <laughs> Yeah. We get to, everyone gets to learn about mowing, moving house, and nudity. Yep. Yeah, but um... actually, follow up to Crystal's story. Uh, yes. Had a knock on the door. Had a knock on the door. Oh, sometimes during the week, um, and I was in the middle of something. Like, oh, who the hell's that? I go downstairs, and I don't recognise this guy. I open the door, and he goes, "Oh, um, hi, my, my name's Tom." Um, I'm the guy who, and I'm the, I'm sorry, really sorry, I'm the guy that hit your dog. <laughs> and we're like, oh, oh, right. I shook his hand and said, oh, hi, Mike. And then at that moment, Crystal ran down the stairs and stood in the, the floor, to wa- floor to ceiling window that we have at the front door. And he was like, I just want to see her. Oh, my God, she's alive. <laughs> like, oh, I'm so happy she's okay. Oh, my God, I've been so worried. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, what a nice guy. You want to hand over a couple of grand to help out? No, I didn't say that. I was just like, yeah, yeah, she's fine. It's like nothing happened, you know. She's yeah. minimal damage, but it was nice that he dropped by to, to check. Yeah. So yeah. If, if I'd been bolder, I would have asked for some money because holy shit, that was not cheap. Did you um, tell him about the podcast or any? Uh, no, it didn't seem appropriate at the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Yeah, all right. We'll have to just grow, Sorry. Grow, grow the numbers organically. Look, if I see him again, because I think he lives in the area or lives in the next suburb over, so if I see him again, I go, hey, Tom, instead of handing over some money, how about you, you go check out waitingfordoom.com and download every single fucking episode of every single fucking show that's on there, you you careless driver. So, actually, no, he, 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 look, to be to be fair, you know, um, our neighbour, uh, the one neighbour we've met in our street who... 
um, actually came and helped when it all happened that night. Um, she said, oh, look, I don't think he was actually going that fast. And I was mm. like, yeah, no, Crystal, when she wants to run, she is very fast. Yeah. So, and, and, and poor Tom, he, he did say, look, she just came out of nowhere. I, I couldn't stop in time. I'm so sorry. And I said, look, it happens, mate. She's, she's a runner. She, she gets the opportunity, she'll go for a bolt. So, mm, yeah. Bloody dog. Anyway. Bloody dog. Well, Tom, we're talking about you on this podcast, so... Yeah, tune in, Tom. It's your Tom. No. It's the Tom show. <laughs> this one goes out to Tom. Mike and Paul to random Tom. <laughs> well done. <laughs> wow. So is there anything non-mowing or yard-related happened to you recently? Well, I, I went to America, uh, HeroesCon, and... You know, oh, have you been to HeroesCon? I've been to HeroesCon. Uh, <laughs> even, I'm, even I'm side of that joke. <laughs> what? So, yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, no, I had a really good time. Now, I said to my wife, I said, look, about... Last time I was at HeroesCon, I basically did the math and thought, okay, in 2023, my son will have finished school... Uh, my mm-hmm. daughter barely does, you know, she's left school already. Um, I'm going, I was, was going to say barely does any work at school, but you know, <laughs> it's still true. Um, mm-hmm. She's dating a teacher. I cannot believe. That. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a turn. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, that's what she, she she's living with um, her boyfriend and um, and his family. But one of the things that happened was, um, you know, so she she's been in Sydney for about five years, and mm-hmm. um, I've moved her six times. Put it that way. I Holy shit! Moved her six times. Wow. Yeah, and every single time it's like never again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway, at least this time there was a, a boyfriend to help. Yeah, she has like this whole she like she everywhere she's moved she's had slightly better second hand furniture or new furniture and things like that. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, upshot of this is most of it is in our house now because she doesn't have room for it at her boyfriend's, and uh... and we've got her two cats as well. Uh... So now we have um, four cats and two dogs, and it's um, yeah, it's like herding cats. The, I mean. <laughs> And all the cats have different, like, at, in, like two of the cats are allowed outside because um, basically they cause havoc if they don't go outside. Um, uh-huh. Two aren't. Um, one, like, aggressively wants to sleep in our bedroom every night. Like, you know, <laughs> and we have this sort of, like, Berlin wall where the kitchen door is. So we've got that half of the house and we've got the hall and the bedrooms. And, uh-huh. um, yeah, this cat is always lurking near the border trying to make a run through the border. Um, past past the guards was halt. When you're not ready for bed, he sits around the bed and he sort of gets in your face and headbutts you. And um, and last night he was he's like a, he's a big boy. He's a chonker. Um, right. And he when he sits on things, his legs just spread out, and then he digs his claws in to hold on. Oh, God. Yeah, and he was doing that to my chest last night, which was great. And I should point uh. out, my wife is away. She's in Brisbane. She is in Brisbane. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, so she's up there with Lucy. Lucy's getting another tattoo, and the tattoo artist she wanted to use was in Brisbane. So Right. Yeah. So she now has a Pokemon tattoo on her, on her bod. 
I think we talked about this separately else uh, another time, but it, it's not Diglett she's getting, is it? <laughs> was it you wishing she was getting Diglett? I, I hope she's getting Diglett. No, it's it's a green cat or something. A green... Right. Yeah. Oh, good old green cat on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so... Yeah, so I've uh, yeah I'm home alone. I'm all over the shop on this show. What uh, you know, this isn't as focused as a normal Gary show, is it? But... <laughs> oh, I think it's par for the course so far. So, yeah. So um, yeah. Anyway, so I'm okay. contending with all these animals on my own, and my son has basically picked up four billion shifts um, this right. week. So um, he's off. Well, that's, that's good. Yeah, that's it is good. He's just really yeah, tired every day. So you know. And he leaves at, um, oh, this is his habit. He gets, leaves at six. Like, he has to start work at six. So, 10 minute, right. 10 minute drive from here. He hates driving, which is weird. So, he always, um, he'll get up and he'll get up like an hour before his shift. Uh-huh. And all the dogs come out of his room into my room where I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> and then they all get on the bed, except one sometimes can't get on the bed for some reason and just stands there barking till I pick, get out of bed and put her on the bed. Um, and then so and then the cat goes I'm Jack of this and walks out um and then he feeds the cats so cats get fed in the morning the other dog only get fed in the evening um yeah and then I can hear a dog now it's just walking past it was just like, oh good you know, don't talk about me you bastard <laughs> look as so long as the dog doesn't try to join in on our recording like the last waiting for doom we did yeah, it had... seems to specialise in doing that when I'm on work Skype calls. Um, <laughs> yeah, anyway, what was I saying? So, yeah, i just managing all these. But um, because Sam's away, I, the other day I, was, I wasn't well, so I, was, I basically watched six movies uh, <laughs> in, oh, Jesus. in the living room. And it was like, I'm going to watch all the things that I know Sam doesn't want to watch. And um, so I did. I watched some really bad movies. Um, like no, some some of the, I watched Cocaine Bear. I watched um, Showgirls. Showgirls, yeah. Oh, God. had you seen Showgirls? I'd before? never seen Showgirls. I was waiting. Okay, that, I'll, I'll allow it then, because uh, otherwise I was going to say, why would you watch that again? <laughs> I Actually, wanted that for the first time recently too, and she was like, "What the hell did I just watch?" It's really bad. Um, it, it is. It is very very bad. And back in the day when that first released. Um, my mates and I were like, oh, yeah, let's go see Showgirls. Oh, oh. And um, all the guys who had girlfriends at the time, all the girlfriends were basically like, well, we're not going to go watch that, right? Off, off, you go, off you guys go. Enjoy yourself. And when we, we headed back to the house all the girls were hanging out at after the movie, and they were all, like, looking really annoyed with their boyfriends, going, so how was your smart movie, boys? <laughs> and they were like... Oh, it was really bad. <laughs> it was really <laughs> awful. And they looked at me because the girls looked at me because I was the single guy of the gang at the time. And they were like, is that true, mate? I was like, yeah, it was god awful. <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> the sex scene in the pool. Oh, my God. That's just so... <laughs> it's so over-the-top awful. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, Elizabeth Berkeley. I mean, it killed her career, but... Yeah, yeah. She yeah. put in the work, didn't she? <laughs> she put in something. Jesus. No. Christ. Well, I mean, I, I've, I, I looked up some of the trivia about it, and she, I mean, her acting is terrible. But Paul Verhoeven told her to act like that, which is really sad. Like he said, oh, I want you to be, you know, heightened and you know, dramatic and you know, not like it. 
It's like a bad um, anime, the way everyone talks to each other in that f- film. <laughs> like, <laughs> everyone is dialed. Like, you know, they'd have they'd have to dial it down to play the Joker. I mean, it's... <laughs> <laughs> what other bad movies... Or what other movies did you watch in your epic movie marathon? Nah, I watched Sisu. Sisu? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fantastic, mate. Okay, I've seen the trailers for that. It looks very good. Yeah. Always punch Nazis, yeah. Yeah, I, I watched that with Lockie the other night, and we were, I just cackled. It was just so funny. <laughs> cool. Was, you know, let's kill another Nazi. Yeah. Mm. It's like Indiana Jones if it was just, like, all about just killing right. Nazis. Right, right. Hey, this dogs. Um, yeah. But anyway, what was it? Oh, um, Heroes Con. <laughs> <laughs> now, what what other movies did you watch? I watched I watched Plane, 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 Plane. Oh, never, it's never um, heard of that. it's about a Jared Butler is a pilot and his plane uh, crashes. Uh, it's a right. commercial flight on New Year's Eve, so it's very empty and right. um, basically takes off from Singapore, um, goes down in. Um, one of those countries where there's no law or order or government and there's just militias and, you know, it's, yeah, right. like a CIA dr- wet dream. Um, yeah. <laughs> so a typical Jared Butler movie. Oh, no, Jared Butler's in it. Something bad's going to happen. No, well, no, I, I don't. It, I mean, yes and no. It's actually really good. I thought, you know, okay. yeah, the whole, like the plane going down and everything, that was just super dramatic. And the lead up to that had this... Uh, Oh, it's going to sound weird, but it had a kind of authenticity to it because, it, you know, it was like, you know, a pilot gets on board and, you know, says hi to the crew that he's never met. He says hi to the co-pilot he's never met. You know, you know, it had that kind of, you know, this is my job sort of feel. And then it, and right. he wasn't, you know, like Rambo at the end. Um, okay. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it was pretty good. Pretty good. It was kind of dramatic, and it, and my wife doesn't like plane crashes. Like she doesn't like flying, so we won't watch. Uh, you know, in real life, she doesn't like plane crashes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she won't watch anything with sort of plane hijinks, and you know, unless it's a weird little plane or you know a spaceship plane or something. Yeah. Right. Anyway, HeroesCon. You said something about HeroesCon. <laughs> yeah, a few years ago, I said to my wife, I reckon I could go in 2023, and that's when I got distracted about my family and everything. Um, mm. Yes. And despite that not being able to afford it, I still went. Um, yeah. But this time, I mean, my wife and I, we sort of, should we do a family holiday? And we kind of agreed that, why don't you just go to Heroes Con, Paul, and do you? And that'll be cheaper. And mm. yeah, so I stayed with Kevin, Kevin Witter, my, um, it's my saviour, my... <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. Uh-huh. Him and Carrie and the and the, oh, they've got dogs and cats too. It's the whole thing. Right. Yeah, their dog Gertie wants to kill me. Oh, <laughs> what did you do to Gertie? No, Gertie just like sees me and goes, "I want to kill you." <laughs> Every strange, time. strange foreigner in my house <laughs> attack. Yeah. Yeah, stay with, but I got there like um uh, the, the the Sunday before Heroes Con, which was really good. So I had heaps mm. of time, and you know it was just really good. So like every day in the lead up, I kind of did one thing with someone, um, caught up with someone who lived in the local area, like uh, Delvin and Laurel and Jake, um, mm. Jake with the comic shop. He's got two comic shops now. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's, uh, everyone needs a Jake in the friendship circle. It's just mm-hmm. mm. yeah. yeah. 
I feel like when I stayed with Jake, he uh, didn't stay with him, but visited him. He, he was treating yeah. me like like an, a nephew who came to visit. <laughs> like he just <laughs> spoiled me. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's just fantastic. <laughs> Even though I'm older than him. <laughs> Just had that vibe. It was great. He gave me, he literally gave me a My Greatest Adventure 80 um, original print comic. Wow. The first, the first Doom Patrol. He gave me one of those. Because he, oh, he had purchased a better one. So, you know. So, oh, okay. So I'm now in the My Greatest Adventure 80 club with you. Yeah. Excellent. And I also um, bought the facsimiles. And so now I have two of them. Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat as you as well. And here's, here's, a, here's a fun fact for those of you. The original is slightly larger than the reprint. I had not noticed that. Yeah. Oh. It's uh, slightly bigger dimensions because when, mm. when you want to put it in a bag, it can't go in a current comic. No, bag. it can't. It can't. <laughs> anyway, why would you put it in a bag full of currants anyway? The, they, would, <laughs> they would stain it. Anyway, what else happened on your Adventures in Heroes Con? <laughs> you are all over the shop today. Yeah, um, Kevin and I went antiquing, so we, and, which is, uh, you know, it sounds cool, but it was actually antiquing with comics. So there was like, right. this massive antique warehouse. Um, but it's one of those ones where, like, every single, like, all these dealers have set up little booths in there. You're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there's stuff in cages. And so, you know, I want, not in cages, glass cabinets. I'm using, yeah. <laughs> Cages. Cages. <laughs> Cages, old comics. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Thunderdome. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, but there was, out the back, there was this, this section with like uh, 200 long boxes. <laughs> wow. And everything was a dollar, and, but, you know, you there was a time penalty you had to pay because it wasn't very really? sorted. So you basically had to oh, okay. stay there for hours. And then some of it was on the ground. And then being older, I was like, I'm going to crouch down and look. No, I'm going to sit on the floor. I'm just going to lie here. <laughs> <laughs> to make it even easier, I shall sink lower and lower towards the earth. <laughs> oh, wow. Shit. Sorry, that got dark. Yeah. Um, but, oh, gosh, what a problem to have. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a giant warehouse with so many long boxes to wade through for a dollar each. Oh yeah. my god! And this was before Heroes Con, so I was like, uh, "Do I do I go nuts here, or do I hold my nuts nuts for later?" <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then, um, yeah. So that, and then Heroes Con. So Jake got me in early as an assistant to him, uh, which oh nice which, on the first day, which was fantastic because I was on the floor, mm. doot, doot, on the floor um, before everyone. <laughs> came in the doors and I found Jared, Jared Albrecht, the yard sale artist. Yard sale artist. Yeah. yeah. And his mates, uh, Pat and Delvin. Well, I'd already seen Delvin, but, um, yeah. So I was in early and Jason, uh, Jared's brother. So it's all them. Um, oh, this was, this was, um, so last time I went, I was like, oh, I've got to get sketches. I've got to get autographs. I've got to go, you know, uh, uh, I was like that. Um, Right, yeah. Stisma balls. Um, and then, <laughs> yeah, this time I was like, I, I only brought like seven comics to get signed and some of them were like Starman's that I already had two signatures on. So I thought I'll just, you know, get Wade Von Grawbadger to sign this because, uh-huh. you know, because his name is Wade Von Grawbadger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a lovely like guy. half the cover. Yeah. So. 
Um, so yeah, I wasn't super like uh, I wanted to get Carl Starks to sign the new Peacemaker, um, and I love Carl Starks' stuff, so I just wanted to buy stuff. Michelle Fife, I picked up the next two Copra uh, collections from him, mm-hmm. um, which he didn't have many of, so I was glad I got them in like the first half hour of the comic. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, but Jared was at one end of the con and Jake right. was at the far end of the con. Uh-huh. So um, I had a, a thing on my phone telling me how much I walked. On the first day, I walked 15Ks at the con. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So. And I mean, uh, having been to Heroes Con before and the convention centre where it's held, yeah. I, I know it's a big space, it but isn't. it's not 15 k's. No. It, that's that's a lot of back and forth <laughs> across the show floor. Jesus. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, I had things in my bag to give people, like I brought gifties for people. And I also had, um, like, when I'd buy something, I'd take it back to where my bag was. And then sometimes I'd go, I'm going to go and get an autograph. And then I'd go, it's still in my bag back at Jake's. And oh, God. <laughs> so I was doing that back and forth. And, yeah. But, uh, yeah, an amazing time. Very, very, very fun. And lovely just seeing people. And because I wasn't, um, you know, there to queue up and, you know, meet celebrity people, mm. I did a lot of interacting with them. Um, the creators as just uh, hey how you doing I you know like your stuff blah 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 and I didn't have that pressure so uh, yeah. you know um but uh, Michael Conrad and Becky Clooner um when Michael found out who I were, was he like jumped out from behind his table and gave me a big hug and oh wow going, Becky Becky this is Hicks <laughs> <laughs> damn oh see shit. oh now okay now I'm really pissed that I didn't end up going yeah because. I would have loved to have met those guys. Yeah, so. and he was trying to give me stuff off his table. Oh, that's cool, that's cool. And then, in fact, I I reversed the tables on him because I was looking through Jake's uh, dollar boxes and then I found this whole stash of uh, Wonder Woman's by them. So oh, I, cool. So I bought them all and then gave them to them and said, oh, you sell these because <laughs> they're all in re- really nice condition. And the, nice. And they were like, what? Yeah, so that was cool. Um yeah, and I feel like I'm forgetting things. Yeah, Probably. um, Kyle. Oh, the, the Kyle Stark story. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm chatting to Kyle. So you know, you wherever, whenever he wasn't busy, I'd sort of say hi, and we'd have a bit more of a chat. And then, mm. yeah, we were talking about what he was doing with the comic. And he said, oh, "I just love dogs." So I've, you know, I got this, put this dog in Peacemaker, and you know, because, and then he's going, "Oh, you know, your Australian movies are really good." And then. So he's going, and then he was talking about Peacemaker opening titles because he has this poster which is the dance with Peace, yes. Peacemaker doing the dance. And it's, yep. Yeah, so I bought that um, poster print. Have you learned, it's a print. Have you learned the steps yet? Uh, no, I'm old. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> right. Even when I watch that, I go, I'm not going to do that. That's a you know, that's a TikToky <laughs> thing for young people. Um, yeah, and he was talking, okay. saying that um, Alan Tudyk's wife did the choreography for this yes yeah and then he was and he's going alan tudyk one of my favorite actors and then blah 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 and i had some movies to give to um shag to give to siskoid right because siskoid's moving uh, it's a whole thing so it, it wasn't a good time to post anything to siskoid so i brought them over to america to give to anyway he was so he's literally said i love australian movies i love dogs i love alan tudyk and i've got i've in my bag i have an australian movie about a dog with Alan Tudyk in it. 
Oh, hang on, which movie was that? <laughs> Oddball. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, I'm, I've not seen it, but I have a vague it's recollection. It's not about a person yeah. with one testicle. It's about a dog on an island that looks after penguins. So yes. I said, I said, oh, I've got this movie, and I pulled it out, and it was like I had a magic wishing bag. And <laughs> he was so excited. And, he, and I said, you can, you can keep it. And he said, oh, you know, we've discussed, can you watch, you know, Region 4 movies? And he said, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I ended up, sorry, sis, good, I gave oddballs. <laughs> to Carl Starks instead. I didn't realise Alan Tudyk was in that film. Yeah, no, it's got um, Sarah Snook from Succession. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Who, um, you know, who I had to be reminded that she was in Oddball because I thought, I've never seen this girl before. She's Australian. What? Um, yeah. Yeah. She was also in, oh, God, what was that Kate Winslet movie where she was The Dressmaker, I think it was called. Sarah Snook was in that as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. If you want a good Aussie film to see, listeners, check out The Dressmaker. I think that's what it's called. Mm. I'm going to do a quick double check. The action scenes the... are incredible in that. Um... <laughs> By the way, uh, Lucy's little green cat Pokemon is called Sprigatito. There you go. Sprigatito. Sprigatito. Oh, that's also my favourite ABBA song. Sprigatito, <laughs> Sprigatito. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, here is Con. What else happened? Oh, I, I went and saw Kevin Maguire, who does all the JLA covers, you know, mm-hmm. want to make something of it. And I was talking to him, and then I just heard this Aussie voice go, where are you from? And uh, <laughs> sitting next to Kevin Maguire was Ben Templesmith. Oh, wow. Who's an Aussie. <laughs> and I, yeah. I hadn't even clocked that he was on the guest list, and he was... And then he, yeah, he did some weird, like, oh, you know, where are you from? Are you from Sydney? And it's kind of giving me attitude. <laughs> he, was probably, he was probably like, oh, I'm meant to be the only Aussie here. I was the big international draw card. Now this other guy's walked in. Yeah, but he, he was very excited to meet me. It was weird because it was like, you're the celebrity and he's jumping out from behind his table to say hi. He, you know, we had a photo together. Um, and yeah, and he was very impressed that I lived on a farm, even though, you know, I play that up as, you know, oh yeah, I'm a farmer, mate. <laughs> but you just blew that. Yeah. Right no. That's right. Yeah. No one yeah. listens to the Gary show except for Frank. Hi, Frank. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I mean, I didn't even know if Cisco listens to him. Maybe, um, yeah, I don't want... He's moving. Yeah, yeah, well, he's moved. I believe he's settled now, so maybe um, oh, well. Shag will send him those movies now. But uh, yeah, I sent him, I got him Gallipoli and a great movie and Break a Morant. Oh, wow. Shoot straight, you bastards. Um, <laughs> a couple of light rom-coms there for him to enjoy. Yeah. 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 Oh, light, light and fluffy. Ken, I gave him Kenny. Oh, okay. There's light and fluffy. Yeah. I wanted to give him the castle. I couldn't find the castle, but I have since found a copy of the castle. And then I went, I don't think Lockie's seen the castle, so I'm probably going to watch the castle, which is uh, a great Aussie film. Yeah. Great. That's, that's mandatory viewing for every Australian. Yeah. Actually, um, Carl Stark said, what's a really good Australian film that people don't know? And I said, The Castle and The Dish. And he was, oh, okay. Oh, the Dish is, yeah, another excellent choice. Yeah. yeah. Dish. By the makers of The Castle. Um, mm. <laughs> it's not about literal. Anyway, if you don't, if you know it, you know it. Um, it's uh, funny and quotable. Um, yeah, so Ben Templesmith, um um, I had a lovely conversation with... I did a panel about podcasting, uh, which I think I mentioned on Waiting for Doom. And you did? Yeah, and that was 
very good. And I did an interview. I did a sit-down interview on the floor of the con with someone. Um, oh, wow. They interviewed me, not me interviewing them. Uh, yeah, right. Who interviewed you? Where can we hear this interview? Terence. Terence, who is um, one of the... Terence Dullard is one of the... He has, like, a, a YouTube channel. And with the con, it's like... Um, he's like a PR officer. So he ran the panel as well, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Darren Ruth had sort had spent time with Darren Ruth, spent time with Derek William Crabb, um, met lots of people. We all went to lots of meals together. Um, you know, like, we're going to rock into this place, and then suddenly there'll be 20 of us. Met Ryan Daly and his wife. Uh-huh. Um, Tim was there. Tim, lovely Tim. Beautiful man. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I Like, I feel... Like, I have a few friends um, in Australia, but I feel like I've got more friends over there. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, you and, yeah. you and I have a great long-distance friendship, and, you know, it's similar with many of these people. Like, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's nice. Very good. Nice. Nice. Tidy. Yeah. 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 But, um, we have to get you there and me at the same time so we can... Yeah. We can... Australians, Australians con, take the con. Could us, could HeroesCon stand the charismatic sexual energy of the two of us being in the one physical spot at the same time? <laughs> Will they want to do our showgirls panel? That's the. <laughs> <laughs> will it be? Will it sort of be like Australian Oppenheimer, just this big explosion of coolness? Um, <laughs> God, I'm full of myself. Um, yeah, look, I, I, I would like to get back because, you know, um, it's HeroesCon. It's awesome. Um, it's It's got the creators there and not all the big Hollywood hoo-ha stuff. Um, and, and Charlotte's a nice I like Charlotte. It's a nice place to visit. Um, yeah. So, look, maybe if, if the universe stops punching me in the balls um, and, you know, the economy rightens in some way, um, you know, look, Let's, let's maybe tentatively, possibly pencil it in for my 50th. So, two years' time. Two years' time. I can't wait that long. What if I'm dead? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Welcome to the death prep section of the Gary show. Oh, yeah. Can I do death prep for a bit? Oh, Jesus. I was joking. <laughs> All right. Now, in the lead up to HeroesCon, I basically, like, every week I list, you know, a, like a dozen things on eBay to sell. Um, and I went from like, I'm going to get a decent price to this to I'm going to get rid of this. <laughs> wow. You know, it's like, like, like there's two Aquaman hardcovers that I just can't sell. Like I started them off at 10 bucks and they're, mm-hmm. and they're, they're hardcovers. They're Jeff Don's Aquaman hardcovers. So, you know, mm, see yeah. Aquaman's already Aquaman on his own is already a hard sell. Yeah. Jeff Johns, Aquaman. Oh, anyway, geez. I got them down. They were a dollar ninety-five listed for, and no one was Jesus. no one was bidding. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, I like. I, there's a few things I just can't sell, so then I take them to the local um, Vinnie's, uh, Saint Vincent de Paul Society for the sort of mm-hmm. you know, op shop, yeah. thrift shop thing, um, yes. for charity. But yeah, I thought I'm going to sell this. I'm determined to sell these. And then last week I went bugger it, and I. Took them off individually, and then I listed them together with um, a George Perez hardcover. Wow! <laughs> For six bucks. So okay, and that ends in four hours, and no one has bid on it yet. Wow! <laughs> so Mike, if you want a couple of, if you want a George Perez uh, Legion of Three Worlds hardcover, 
Oh, look, I, uh, thank you for the offer, <laughs> but, you know, I've... <laughs> My to read pile is already. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. I know. Yeah, you know. But um, yeah, I, so and all this is basically because of the DC app. So everything is easy to read, mm. um, and I find it easier to read things digitally a lot of the time. Like there's some things which I'm keeping because they're a beautiful artifact, like mm. um, or they're out of print, or they're you know they're not on the app. Um, that yeah. sort of decision, or I just have an enormous affection for it, so I'm not going to you know like my Swamp Thing trades and my. Suicide Squad trades and all that. I'm not going to sell them because, you know, yeah. and the Hitman run and the Demon and all this sort of stuff. But, um, yeah, because Sam was away, I pulled my room apart. And this is where I was going, oh, yeah, it's all coming together. All this extra stuff that Lucy has is been in our hall. So our hall has extra bookcases in it and things like that. And they're oh. nicer bookcases than the ones I've been using. So, right. yeah, while Sam's away this weekend, I basically pulled my room apart, pulled all my trades out, piled them up all over the living room and kitchen area. Um, cats, wonderland. Um, yeah, they're enjoying it. And then started going, okay, these keep, these get rid of, these sell. And basically, I'm going to be selling stuff for the next 10 years at the pace right. I'm going. Um but it's good because every single sale is a victory. And, you know, when someone buys something, it's like, oh, you bought this run. Well, you're going to get this comic as well. And I try to do it thematically, you know, linked. So, you know, oh, this also has um, Hawkman in it or whatever. Yeah. But sometimes he goes, well, I've got this random issue of Sabretooth that you're getting just. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. And, you know, I hope people don't mind. Yeah. So, and. It's an interesting thing to say what is really important to me. Like I have, at the moment, I have 20 short boxes and I would like to get that down to about um, 15 or 14. And uh -huh. that is a merely a consideration based on the space that I want to have taken up with comics. Um, right. And I also have zillions of trades and hardcovers and things like that. So there's about a third of those I want to get rid of. Um, uh -huh. Yeah, so... It's weird because, I mean, Marvel is the thing I'm keeping most of because I don't have access to them. I'm not using the Marvel app. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. yeah and I, I, I did have that Marvel app a couple of years back and it was awful. Yeah. And I just gave up. And, yeah, well, I've got all these, you know, oversized Daredevil and Punisher collections and things like that. And so I want to keep them because they are hard to get. And they're some of my favourite stories. I mean, like, who you know, who doesn't want to see um, Punisher killing people as... <laughs> written by um garth ennis um mm. yeah mm. it's like sisu um <laughs> uh -huh. yeah but i've just started to get my room back together but so there's there's crappier bookshelves out in the hall now one of the things that about living on a farm is um you know most people take stuff to the tip i have a burn pile <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> So Handy. A lot of furniture ends up on the burn pile. You know, Jeez. when you think you you know this is not able to be sold or given away or things like that. So yeah. So I've done all my um my comics and stuff mostly, um, mm -hmm. and today I'm going to do my DVDs and movies. So um, my son, um, so every day every day I'm going to the post office like you know three four times a week to post comics that I've sold. Yeah. Yep. And they know me really well there and everything. And I know exactly what package will get posted for what price and things like that, which mm -hmm. is handy. I only do it to Australia, so which makes it far less complicated. 
But at the same time, my son is doing the same thing in reverse. Like everyday packages come for him because he's got his first job and he's earning yeah. you know, good money and he loves mm. Spider-Man and video games and stuff like that. So there's always right. stuff coming into the house. And he's yeah. always upgrading his furniture well as well. So, I mean, it, it, he improved the internet at home because he, you know, it matters to him. That's his life. Um, yeah, and now he's, you know, I need a better cabinet. I've got this new bookcase and things like that. Jeez. So I've, I've got more bookcase options. So, you know, um, yeah. He's, he's organized for a young fella. Uh, he is so OCD. Because he's what, 18, 19 now? 18, yes. Yeah, Christ, when I was 18 and, and I had a job when I was 18, I, I certainly wasn't <laughs> going out and buying myself new bookcases, but anyway. Yeah, well, yeah, he's not a... I mean, he doesn't drink or party or, you know, like he's... Yeah, th- those are my problems. Yeah. <laughs> like his, oh boy, his would... social life is a lot talking to his friends online because, I mean, we do live yeah. remotely anyway, so he's... Mm, yeah. yeah, which is why he wanted the internet to be better and, you know... He, oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, um, you know, Rain Man when it comes to video games in that he can finish any video game completely that he feels like. Wow. Yeah, whereas I was always like, oh, I'm going to play Tomb Raider for another four years, you know. <laughs> oh, I've got to look up online how to get past that. Oh, like, oh, yeah, I, I can't even be bothered yeah. to do that. Yeah. This is so yeah. hard. How do people play this game? I yeah. can't get yeah. on that ledge. I'm falling <laughs> into the water and the sharks are going, oh, uh, uh. Uh, Again. <laughs> oh, well, there's three hours of my life. I'll never get back. Oh, yeah. Goodness. Yeah. So um yeah he so I have furniture up so I'm doing the bookcase today. I'm also painting the cupboard for my wife uh, the bedroom cupboard is been unpainted for it's only about ten years so oh, that's uh, cool. I'm getting around yeah. to it. <laughs> but good things come to Sam's who wait. <laughs> Sam's yeah. who forget all about it. All oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look you know no, yeah yeah ten years nothing yeah it's you know it's it's not it's not an urgent matter. No, no. But uh, I for some reason, I mean, I, I woke up this morning. I'm going to have a shower and I'm going to put on clothes that I feel good in. So I'm wearing uh-huh. my Astro Boy T-shirt and stuff like that. And then I thought, that's stupid. I'm going to be painting later. So I'm not going <laughs> to. Oh, well, just change your clothes and then have a shower again after you've painted and gotten paint and dirt and whatever on yourself. You know. Mm, yes. Yeah. And how how else are you doing? I've probably had the worst two work days of my working year so far in the last week. So that, that's been fun. Mm. That's, that's me. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, mate. It's, oh, look, it happened. It's life. It's, it's the vibe of the thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a necessary. Look, as much as I love doing my side hustle of, of painting miniatures for other people and, and earning a little bit of extra cash on the side from doing that, um, I could never quit my daytime job to do the painting full-time yeah because if i because i I actually had one commission customer say to me recently how come you're not charging minimum wage for this and this is as i'm handing him back his miniature yeah He, he he got me to do one miniature and i said well let's look at it this way if at the price i charge this miniature you now have in your hand that costs 20 ish bucks to get done if I charge a minimum wage, that miniature would cost you 50-something bucks. Which would you be happy to pay? <laughs> yeah. And he went, oh, oh, right. 
And I said, because he, he was talking about the job, the commission I'd finished before that, which was for, oh, I don't know, let's say a dozen figures. And I said, if I had charged minimum wage for that previous job, that would have cost that customer about a thousand dollars. Yeah. And, and no one's going to pay a thousand dollars for like a dozen miniatures to be painted. I mean, I do good stuff. I, I, I do decent stuff and people are very happy with what they get given back to them. Um, but for that price point, people are going to want, you know, expert level miniature paint. So where you could see the colors in their eyes, even if they're only, you know, a three centimeter tall yeah, miniature. Yeah. They're going to want, you know, and, and like I do good stuff, but I'm not that good. There are far better painters out there than me. Um, and I do all right, but my whole thing is getting a miniature painter so you can use it in your game. Yeah. You know, so that it looks good. I, I'm not. I'm not, there are painters out there that go into like competitions for awards and, and cash prizes and stuff. I have no interest in that. I do not have that skill level. I'm, I'm just happy to, hey, your board game has all painted miniatures and it looks really cool. You know, mm. that's great. That's, that's my jam. What, so, what, what would you charge to paint um, the wardrobe in the bedroom? Well, it's not a miniature, so I have to go, I, I would have to charge minimum wage for that. Because it's life size, okay. That's sorry. I've just updated my website rules uh, <laughs> in, in terms and conditions. Uh, if it's life size, it's minimum weight. So oh. let's let's say you know how many hours do you reckon? It, oh, look, let's say four hours, maybe. Do you reckon four hours? Yeah, maybe. I, yeah. yeah. You don't have yeah. to do any outfits on it in or anything or uh, okay. hats okay. or. Then there's there's also my travel expenses. Uh, no, I, I'd drop it in. I'd drop it in. Right. Anyway, you're getting silly now, so I'll just plot <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's not a miniature pool, so I can't help oh, you. Okay. I'd, I'd say, you know, what, maybe 100. 100, okay. Cool. If I had to. Cool. But, Stay tuned. Yeah, no, it won't be. So, as, where are you at on social media? Can we, should we have a little social media? I mean, it's oh. funny. It's like, um, I feel like we're the dinosaurs from the land before time and Twitter... The valley has just become unlivable due to lava. Yeah. So we all did the great migrate. We even met mastodons, which didn't work. Um. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, wrong dinosaur era. Um, look, I'm, I, I am on blue sky. Look, I, I have a weird thing with all social media, really. Um, like I'm on, I'm on multiple Discord servers. Is that the right word? Yeah. Yeah, servers, channels, things, whatever. Yeah. I'm on multiple discords. I'm on Blue Sky. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. It's it's weird because I thought, okay, Twitter sucks, so we can get rid of Twitter and go to this. And it, it's not. We're just adding new ones all the time. Like, I think Blue Sky is the most Twittery of the replacements. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. And it, it seems to have a lot less... Uh, dickheads around um, yeah. and the blocking functions for dickheads are really good um, yeah but yeah like I, I still have to use Twitter which is so annoying and Blue Sky doesn't have direct messaging which is makes it like Twitter has one function that I actually use yeah you know like yeah. Blue, yeah Blue Sky needs to add a few more things you can't you can add images but you can't add GIFs um, there's no direct messaging so but it it will get there I'm sure I've actually I've, I've turned on the alt text tag so if I put up a photo I have to put in a description for um, you know mm. visually impaired um, yeah 
and it actually slows me down from doing stupid things. So it's it's good. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, traffic calming for Paul. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, probably by the end of this year, I'm going to just pull the plug on Twitter completely because it's just the way it's going. It's it's like every second tweet is an ad now. Yeah, and recalling it yeah. X, I feel like we've got an Austrian house and Elon's just going, yeah, you must hang this banner out the front of your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like I, I've got, I saw the update on my phone yesterday saying, you know, Ooh, we're called X now and, you know, so I'm not going to press that update button. Yeah, oh, so. God, I, I hadn't even not seen that yet either yeah so. i just feel like this is the last story like um who uh stuart mcleod a mate of mine said very wisely it's like the ship of theseus where they just kept taking things away from twitter till it's just not what it was once before at all yeah you know there's nothing left yeah. of what you liked about it anymore um mm-hmm. so yeah i we i feel like we've been forced out but i mean poor wilford is is stuck there isn't he I don't know what we'll, we'll figure some way to get him somewhere safe. Yeah. I'm sure. But I just feel like I mean Twitter just doesn't deserve my input anymore. Like I, you know, I I'm incredibly funny and you know I do really funny tweets and you know as as people often tell me in the street. Um, do they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mister. Hey, Mister. I saw your tweet. It was hilarious. Yeah, it's is that what happens? Is it like I no. you know, I go to the shops and you know the the grocer will throw me a piece of fruit and say, "Great tweet yesterday, Paul." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that sort of thing. Um, the, the mayor of Lagan will come out and go, "Mr. Hicks, I saw your tweet. Hilarious, <laughs> excellent stuff, sir." <laughs> Don't run against me, Mr. Hicks. I'll lose my job. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Are you spying on my life? <laughs> yeah, I, I I have a drone hovering around Lagan. Uh, the lawnmower people are like, when are we going to get your lawnmower again, Mr. Hicks? <laughs> <laughs> it's costing me a fortune for this drone to, you know, ninja around Lagan, mm. um, but it's worth it. It's worth it, that, especially for that mayor moment. Oh, God, it was gold. Yeah. Anyway, yes, you're a humble and hilarious man who tweets humble and hilarious. Yeah, so, but I mean, yeah, so I'm not, I haven't got nearly as many followers on Blue Sky, but I pretty much know most of them, like, really well. Mm. So it's kind of nice. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm spread across so many different platforms and i'm barely using any of them now mm. it's kind of like information overload like huh, where, where do i go to do this who gives a shit really it's like i i i'm at the stage of my life and technology use where i if i don't you know hit post or send on on a platform in a while i don't think i'm terribly missed either way yeah if that makes sense well, I think Discord has most of my attention now, then right. Blue Sky, and Twitter is just for messaging people who have to, you know, I have to message or, you know, yeah, but I, I feel like I've lost all my social media mojo because I, yeah. <sighs> yeah, anyway, it's... but uh, yeah, thanks, Elon, you're a dickhead. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, look... I'll give it a few more months, but probably in, in 2024, I'll probably just, you know, at the start of 24, I'll probably just say adios to Twitter because the way it's going, it's just like, uh, 
Yeah. Can't be bothered. Well, I've been on there a lot longer than I want to be, but uh, yeah, mm. it's it's the nature of the disgusting beast. Yeah. 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 Mm. Anyway, let's uh, come on, Littlefoot. Let's move on. <laughs> wow. I, I'd actually forgotten any of their names until just now. <laughs> Do you remember when Pizza Hut were giving away puppets of those? Oh, I still got some, yeah. yeah oh, wow. Yeah, I remember seeing them on, on um, car towing bars. On the tow ball. Yeah, on the tow ball. Yeah, car, yeah. You know, cars driving around Brisbane with these little plastic Pizza Hut Lamb before time puppets. Yeah, no. All around Brisbane, yeah. yeah. Little rubber dudes, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got, uh, I think I've got the um, the pterodactyl and the, the little foot. What, what, you're not on threads though, are you? No, no. no. I, well, I'm not on Facebook and I, so oh, yeah. I have Messenger just as a um, legacy. So to get on threads, I would have to reactivate something. So yeah, I won't do right. that. Yeah, Facebook is where, you know, um, you're trying to sell a bed and some rando will just, Butt in to say something really shit about your bed. And it's like, yeah. don't you have something um, better to do with your life? Yeah. And apparently not. Would, would, would you take five bucks for your bed? No, mate? not even that. Like, that's a shit bed. You can get them for ten bucks at, you know, this store. Oh, you know, things like that. Yeah. It's like, what, what, the, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. thank you, random stranger, for trying to save mm-hmm. You know, anyway, yeah, that's life. Um, so, yeah, I long ago decided... Um, Facebook was too toxic. Social media, what a, mm. what a... How did our ancestors ever cope with it? That's what I want to know. Well, they didn't have to, so they got along fine. Mm. Other than, you know, the Black Plague and Nazis and... We've still got plagues and Nazis. <laughs> oh, that shit. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have dinosaurs, though. <laughs> oh, we've got alligators and crocs. Yeah. They're close. Yeah. And every bird is descended from a dinosaur, and I hate birds. I was at the Melbourne Aquarium, and there was a giant crocodile in a very small tank in there, and it was just fascinating. Yeah. It was pressed up against a glass, and it was just like, this is so amazing looking. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Just... It was probably plotting the downfall of its captors. Ten metres of... Tiny space. Ten metres of oh. death machine just sitting there. Jesus. Separated from you by a few inches of glass. It's oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. That's not good. Yes. All it needs to do is just get rolled up and anger enough and that glass is gone. Mm-hmm. Just like, well, not as bad as moths. <laughs> still afraid of moths. Oh, yeah, still. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm. Anyway, um, Gary out. Yeah, I think we've gone on long. Yeah. Well and true long enough today i mean i could go longer but i've got nothing yeah i got stuff to do you know i've crapped on enough yeah I've, I've got chores to do i've got got housework to do i've got my brother and his his wife and daughter coming over this afternoon you know it's just it's a rich tapestry are you the cool uncle well yeah considering she's just turned five so everything i do is hilarious so <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, there is nothing that is not entertaining to a five-year-old. So do some you know. do some beatboxing. I haven't tried that yet. Can you give me a pointer? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think you could do what I do. <laughs> no, probably not. Probably not. I might try to do beatboxing as Treebeard. 
you know, and that'll be like a lo-fi trip hop sound. You know, just... yeah. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Patience, little hobbit. <laughs> Here comes the bass drop. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. It's getting even worse now. Jeez, have fun this one, Paul. You know. Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah. yeah. All right, Gary out. Gary out. Um, for all of our good stuff. And yeah, we'll hopefully do another Gary before what's it? Oh, eight, before eight, I die. Last, yeah, before you die. <laughs> uh, last episode of this year was in January. It's now the tail end of July. So maybe we'll do another one in less than six months. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. No promises. <laughs> See you, Frank. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Just before we go on much further, your signal is getting really staticky. Is it? So I don't know whether you've moved close to the mic or something's happened or whether it's our actual signals. I'm very close to the mic. <laughs> I try and push him off, but, you know, he keeps coming back. <laughs> Hold me closer, tiny Garvey. This, this stuff we put out is so good. It's so good. It's it's just top class. I mean, why else would I wear a top hat? <laughs> I wish I hadn't stopped recording, but... <laughs> I'm still recording. Welcome to oh, the Gary cool. Show next step. Bye. <laughs> yeah, it's the Gary Show bonus content. Hello to all our patrons. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm going to give you tips on where to buy and how to wear a top hat. Um, which is no easy feat when you've got a mic and headset thing on your head. The, the, the Empire always had black tie events. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ultimate comedy power. <laughs>